welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com my name is abhishek and this issue is about mid sized companies in india that have recorded a stellar growth consistently over years joining me on the call is praveen palande uh, editor markets and finance but uh, who tells me that he only claims to understand a bit about markets and finance he's anchored this issue hi praveen thanks for doing this welcome back hi abhishek <laughs> so i like the way you are introducing me <laughs> no so t- tell me what have you tried to understand in this issue there are mid sized companies doing really well in the last 5 years take us very briefly through what's the package about basically when uh, we were looking at an anniversary issue this year 7th anniversary right 7 the number 7 is very auspicious like you know we talk about 7 with high respect what to do on 7th anniversary looking at the stock markets if you can probably figure it out that over the years the markets have started to give a lot of attention to all the aspects of the company like you know not only i'm talking about growth or basically the roc generated these are very important things but also about your corporate governance the quality of promoter so what we decided is like why not look at companies that have done really well over the last 5 years let's kind of pick up the seven companies out of the list of basically the bse 200 these companies out here that we have picked up right now they are well diversified they have shown very good growth in market capitalization Okay, these companies have been able to manage a changing world at the best of their abilities. Some of the names here are Bajaj Finance, Berger Paints, Amara Raja, which takes on Excite Batteries, Grow Finance, and you spoke about uh, growth. Let's start with Bajaj Finance, which in 2008-9, during the financial crisis, had recorded a loss of 33 crores, yeah. and uh, it's 1,690 crores in 15-16 profitability. so within a span of 5 years they seem to have done something terribly right bajaj finance is our cover story this is a very interesting company the price to earning multiple of bajaj in 2009 was at around 8 and now it is above 40 market cap itself has moved up by around 70% cagr okay and now that kind of growth doesn't come easy so what are the two things you think uh, pravin they have done right two things they have done right most importantly if you look at the start of the story you will see that you know seven members are going to silicon valley okay to meet new age fintech companies a company like bajaj which is doing so well right now growing at such a high speed the fact that they are very curious about what is happening in the finance technology out there in the developed market okay and they want to go and meet this company i think that itself says a lot about the how the management thinks that if something new is coming disruptive model is going to come in how are we going to basically be at the top of the game i think that itself sums up the story that these guys are really smart second thing is they have been like really quick they can give you a loan in a few seconds just have to give them a blank check you're talking about the emi finance app right yeah it approves loans in 30 seconds it won't ask you for a bunch of documents but a pan card and an aadhar card and number crunching will tell bajaj whether the loan seeker has a good credit history or a bad one 15 million customers and it opens up a whole new whole new market yeah so so that sums it right if you go to a store and if a bajaj finance guy is there you know you can buy that particular product if you fit into their category uh, sanjeev bajaj who has kind of worked on the floor actually at bajaj auto he has gone through multiple roles a lot has come with experience and the understanding about how the business works and this whole idea of separating 
the finance aspect from Bajaj Auto, that itself has, I think, uh, helped the group in not only creating value for both uh, the entities, but also that has helped them to take quick decisions in a very fast-changing world, be it, be it auto or be it finance. And another uh, theme that runs across uh, these firms in this package is that they are all family-owned promoters, have a very close tie with the company, and yet they've let the professionals run the show. I came across this uh, article. The idea is basically they had done this article 30 years ago in HBR. Come on, like you know, 30 years ago they had written about how small businesses move to become large entities and what are the phases that they go through. There was one phase that is right there in between where the promoter and the management decide that the promoter is going to be a part of the business but at the same time he is going to allow the management not to do the routine work but also keep an eye on the future. Okay. So what is interesting about all these companies is that the promoter is fully involved with the company but now he is at a level where a lot of the future decisions, how the company is going to grow in the future are also taken by the management out there. What can some other firms of this size, the mid-sized firm, what can they learn from these seven companies? So let's look at, uh, okay, we looked at Bajaj Financials. Uh, let's look at something like, you know, even PI or Torrent, okay? Torrent is a pharma company, okay? PI is into agrochemicals. Now, again, like, you know, there is strong promoter involvement in these companies. And you will see that both these companies have been in areas, again, in a very changing environment where they want to maintain their niche and uh, been able to grow their business in a areas that are not so common in the entire industry. And that is the reason why they have seen that kind of respect from the stock market. So here also, like I think the promoter in, uh, involvement and to change with changing times is important. Then you have Guru Finance, which is one of the few companies where it is hardcore professionally managed. It's a finance company uh, lending money to poor people, I would put it. It doles out small ticket home loans in small town cities villages so in other words a mochi who doesn't have a salary slip can be given a loan and these guys have a list of 23 odd questions that they put to the prospective loan seeker and then they, they match creditors with them and their stock price has grown 47% compounded over the last few years so the result is there yeah so in Guru Finance we can clearly see that these guys really understand their business I just like the idea that you know he goes to this one particular guy and basically figures out just by sitting in his shop whether he can basically pay off the EMI on a regular basis then he kind of does a checklist and then his team follows most of these promoters have been able to create that kind of a checklist which is so hardcore, you know, 10 things that they need to follow, that every employee needs to follow, okay. That is very important. When followed these particular checklists, you can see the results. And I seriously think that, you know, at the end of the day, if you want to grow your business like this, okay, and get respect from every investor out there, I think one of the key employees is like these guys also know how to keep their employee happy. I think at the end of the day, like, you know, in the seven companies, when you read the story, you will realize that, you know, these are places where employees are genuinely happy. Okay. And a happy employee is very productive. Well, on that note, uh, we are recording this on a Saturday, which uh, I assume you are a happy employee and willing to work yeah. on the weekend. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you, Praveen, for your time. And we urge all listeners to pick this issue up. Give us your feedback. So you can find this podcast on ForbesIndia.com as well as on iTunes uh, to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription message Forbes 51818. 